Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes, so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Well, greetings and welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve, where we will shorten your learning curve by experiments, by trials, and by giving you all of our results and our information and insights gleaned from the practices and the products that we have tried. We do that because we have five record-setting, progressive, success-minded farmers, uh, people like Matt Miles of Miles Farms in Southeast Arkansas, who's joining us here today with his agronomist, Rob Dedman. We are joined also by James Patterson. James, James is an agronomy, business-minded guy who's the uh, VP of a company you've probably not heard of called Agrotech. Agrotech is a six-year-old company headquartered in Kansas City, Missouri, that is actually now coming to market in a big way with products that can help you remedy problems, such as the problem that Miles Farms had. And the problem they had specifically was phosphorus leaving their soil. And so they said, wait a minute, man, what can we do to retain and, and, and keep retention of this phosphorus in there? They're going to get into all of the agronomics about that. But before we do, I want to remind you that you can see so many episodes. We began this back in the summer. We've got like 50 episodes already out there for you of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. This is more than just a podcast, folks. This is information and trials and hand getting our hands dirty, talking about the real things that can make your far more successful. So if you've not gone back and checked out past episodes, I encourage you to do so. Go to extremeag.farm. All right, James Patterson, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. And if you notice, dear listener and viewer, that he doesn't quite sound like a guy from Kansas City, it's because he's from New Zealand. He'll get to that. And then, of course, Miles Farms. Matt Miles, my favorite my favorite extreme ag guy, and his agronomist, Rob Dedman, coming to you from the boardroom at Miles Farms in Arkansas. What's going on, guys? How are you? Man, how are y'all? Uh, we're fantastic. Okay. The background on um, uh, on the problem that you had, and real quick, dear listener, if you've never heard or watched any of these past episodes, Miles Farms, real quick, give it to me, uh, Miles, Mr. Miles. 10,000 10, acres in southeast, east central Arkansas, farming cotton, soybeans, corn, a little bit of wheat this year. What else? Right. But rice, wheat, and this year we've got uh, yellow peas. So about a year or two ago, you um, were experimenting with a problem. Rob Dedman, tell me the problem that you saw there at Miles Farms. So what where it started at is when we when we started wanting to push corn yields, you know, to 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 maximize the profits and and all that. That one problem we kept running into was we every week when we would do our tissue samples, we had uh, consistently low phosphorus tissue samples we weren't getting the phosphorus into the plant and we knew we were putting the product out there we were putting plenty of phosphorus i mean we use lots of manures and, and and products you know we were we were using synthetic phosphorus 
uh, phosphorus in for us. You know, we were we were loading the plants up. We were saturating the soils with phosphorus, but we were not getting the phosphorus into the tissue. And we sitting here and we talk and we, you know, Matt came and he said, look, we're putting so much phosphorus out there. I can't spend any more money on phosphorus. We've got to figure something out. And we were doing research and then there's an, an old product that's on the market that is a, a competitor. And, you know, we looked at it. It was very costly. Uh, wasn't really going to get the job done for what we wanted to do. And was sitting in a uh, webinar one day and actually saw uh, so, some data and some research that a, a university professor had done on NutriCharge. And me being the person I am, I second screen on the computer while the webinar is going on, I'm, I'm Googling NutriCharge and <clears throat> watch his little clip video he had. Well, I go watch the whole thing while I'm sitting here doing continuing education for a CCA. I'm watching on products that'll help the farm. But, uh, but yeah, watched it, immediately came in here to Matt and said, guys, I think it's something we need to look at. Uh, got contact information, reached straight out to James. And, uh, you know, James was like, heck yeah, we can, we can help with this problem. And, and then we, we, we got the product here last, uh, last spring early and, and, and put out some tests. Um, I'll let you tell a little bit about, you know, some of the testing that we did. Yeah, that it, it was uh, it was almost too good to be true, you know, because of some of the products that have been out there before that really didn't do exactly what they were supposed to do. And 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 let me back up a little bit. We we had enough phosphorus there for normal yield, but when you're trying to push yields, we were looking at some of our buddies in extreme ag and some of their tissue levels where the phosphorus was when they're making a 300 plus bushel corn. We couldn't get there. Uh, any we add more phosphorus didn't help. So. That's when we started trying to figure out a way, a way to make that work. And uh, Rob did stumble on, just kind of stumbled on this during a webinar, and we got to looking at it. So, man, we, you know, we'd like to at least try it. So Rob got with James, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we, you know, let's let's get this done." So we put out several tests this year, and you know, it it it's good. We if you all the tests together, we had an average of about eight and a half bushels per acre more corn, and and, you know, when you take all the tests, I don't think we had any negative ones. No negative. They were all positive, but the, but the, but the uh, average yield was eight and a half bushels. So that's a lot of bushels, you know, that, that we picked up just, just by using a product like that. That's relatively, you know, inexpensive to put out. It's, it's a lot less expensive than trying to add more phosphorus, which is, is probably not good for the environment anyway. You know, adding fertilizer that you can't use. So, I mean, this was kind of a win-win situation for us. Agritech was instrumental in, in just getting all, getting the program together, them and Rob, and it works. I can tell you that. I'm hearing a bunch of you stuff know, here. I, I'm, hearing a, I'm hearing a bunch of stuff here that I want to make sure before we uh, forget it. Uh, first off, the biggie, of course, is eight and a half bushels per acre. Um, okay, it's not six bucks. It might be six bucks on the board, but what we can easily say five bucks, right? So five bucks, there's, you know, $42. We just picked up $42 on those eight and a half bushels of corn. Uh, $42, what did it cost you to get that $42? Yeah, so five gallons an acre of starter, it's going to run right around $5 an acre in your starter. Okay, so am I hearing this, that the biggie is we spent five bucks with this, with doing this trial, 
to get $42.50 at $5 corn, if that's what we're calling it, right? That's right. Okay. So I just, so I just made, I just made, 30, I just made $37, I just made $37 off of a $5 investment. I think that any of us would take that any day of the week. The other thing that I heard was mass, you know, we're always looking at the future. We know environmental issues are going to impact agriculture. And he said, Hey, we, we can't just keep throwing more pee out there. There was a time growing up, you know, uh, he's my age. You just would have gone out and just blanketed. I want to, I want to set a record. Let's just blow, let's just, let's just blow more stuff out there. A, it's expensive, especially at these fertilizer prices. B, there's going to be an environmental reckoning. And unfortunately, ag has an outsized impact on our environment. And we also are so outnumbered that if environmental forces want to dictate what we do, we can't just be, uh, you know, ramshackle out here throwing fertilizer around, right? So you couldn't just do that. Expense and environmental. But you said to set records, to really push this thing for where we want to show that the industry can go, we still need more pee. You discovered that through um, tissue sampling, which we did, Rob, a, a, an episode about this several months ago back in the summer about tissue sampling. Reiterate again to the listener why you should tissue sample, because the average person driving by the field wouldn't have seen that phosphorus shortage unless they had done the tissue sampling, right? No, no. So, so, you know, here in, in Arkansas, you know, you, we talked about going out there and just blanketing a lot more pee. And, and we were trying that in small plots, just putting an overabundance of pee. We were putting pee out there to make 600 bushel corn. Yeah. We couldn't get it in the plant. And that's where this product, that's what this product did. It, it, it pulled that pea, it, it made that soil where that pea can move around in it and get into that plant. And, and, I, and I, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit, but there's, I've got some, some examples. But, you know, it's, um, you're right, it's just, it, it works really well. And, you know, we tissue sample to find problems like this. And, and in the Mid-South, when we plant in soils that are, are cool, you know, probably a little more cool than than are needed to, to, for the microbial activity to break that phosphorus down. Guys down here have gotten a little bit accustomed to seeing purple corn early in the spring. And purple corn is a, a stress. And we know that to obtain high yields, we've got to eliminate stresses. So once you see a stress, in my opinion, the damage is already being done. Right. So you're just being reactive instead of proactive. And, you know, it, it was it was really a, a no-brainer idea to try. And then when we started seeing the results, we were getting through our tissue samples. And, you know, it was... Yeah, tell them the, tell them the percentage. Yeah. So we took our treatments and we tissued them every week. You know, so basically we were putting a leaf a week out. Yep. And we started at uh, V3. So we started at three-leaf corn. And for five weeks, this product maintained a 22% higher tissue concentration than the non-treated. So when you're getting 22% more across, and that's the average across all tests, you know, I saw from 11 to 37% in those, in those gains. So when you're gaining 22% more tissue phosphorus, yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge. And and the big thing, as we talked about, you didn't put 22% more product on the field in terms of phosphorus. You did it by utilizing the phosphorus already there. I want to get to that with Matt. 
one of your co-founders, my friend, your friend, Kelly Garrett up in Iowa, in a past episode of Cutting the Curve, we discussed uh, some things he's going to, uh, big objectives for the year 2022. And he said, I want to use absolutely no more, in fact, even a little less fertilizer based on price and the fact that he says, I believe that some of our fields are have adequate amounts of fertilizer. We are probably putting out too much fertilizer because it's usually been inexpensive in the past. And he used the illustration, if you're under stress, if you're ill, and I keep putting a plate of food in front of you, your body can't eat them nutrients, right? Kind of the same thing. If your plant, like Rob just talked about it being stressed, if you've got purple corn early on and it's already so stressed, it don't matter whether phosphorus is there or not, it ain't going to take it up. That's kind of what we're talking about, right, Matt? Yeah, exactly. And, and if there's any year, I mean, we just told you the ROI, but if there's any year where that will increase, you, uh, so, so fertilizers, uh, I don't know, I know about phosphorus in general. I know like just like on nitrogen, it was 350 to 400 last year, and it's going to be somewhere 2,800, 1,000 this year. So you take that increase, that percentage increase, that's a percentage increase you can add back to the NutriCharge or the, uh, the Striker product because, you know, th this is the years when you can use, when it will pay for it the most. So, yes, I, I agree with you 100%. And even, you know, you don't have to see purple corn to, to be low, too low in phosphorus. And, and it's what you said earlier, you know, a fa normal farmer goes by his field, the corn's green, it looks fine. You know, no tissue test. But when you take the tissue test, you say, okay, you know, we're not, we may have adequate tissue, uh, adequate phosphorus for 180 to 200 bushel. But if we're, and this is another year when you really need to make the higher yields, we may not have ad adequate fertilizer for two, 200 to 300 bushel corn. And even though the corn looks, you're not seeing the purpleness on it. This product still will increase yield, even if you're not. If I don't know if that's making sense, what I'm trying to say, but you may not visually see it still needed. I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, remember, uh, just like the person that's kind of ill, uh, you know, by the time you see it, it's 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 already there, right? So that plant, that plant that is under stress, it's it's not going to show the stress immediately. And so that's kind of I think what you're talking about is. Uh, that plant wasn't under stress. You just figure out a way to make sure that it was uptaking something that was already there. James, without getting too agronomically technical here, how does this work? Let's, uh, let's think of it in a different way. So like if you look at all your nutrients that you put on the soil and everybody's well aware that, that nitrogen can be lost. Yeah, nitrogen can be lost with groundwater. It can go through the soil. It can run off. It can volatilize into the air. But when we're talking about phosphorus, we're, we're talking about something slightly different. So think of it like magnets. That's the easiest way to describe it. Your soil is loaded with a bunch of positive charged elements. And you've got a negative charge, which is phosphorus, that you're going to put in the soil. And you're asking this phosphorus to go into the soil and not bind to things in the soil that are positive charged. Bear in mind, when we make phosphorus fertilizer, that phosphorus fertilizer everybody sees in the ground now comes from a mineral that happens on the basis of a positive and negative, it's calcium phosphate. They make fertilizer by breaking this element up, reacting it with ammonia, and then delivering it to you at the farm gate. So when we put phosphorus back in the soil, immediately it wants to start to fix. And if we look at even in good soil conditions, where you're talking about a pH of seven, the maximum single season availability, you can get out of your phosphorus investments around 20%. 
it can be as low as 5%. So if we want to influence this relationship, and it's important for a number of reasons. First, first reason is because it fixes, it's not mobile. And because the plant needs to have the roots intercept the nutrients to take up, if we've got fixed fertilizer even close to the seed and it can't make it to where the root interception is, we're talking less than an eighth of an inch a season, you can't take up that fertilizer. So what we are essentially NutriCharge is a, a bigger negative. So you could imagine a larger magnet that goes for a ride in the soil with a smaller magnet. So you've got the large molecule of NutriCharge. NutriCharge is a, is a very big molecule with lots of attachment points. When you put it in the soil with phosphorus, it grabs all those positive charges, that calcium, that aluminum iron, and holds it in the molecule, which leaves phosphorus, the lesser charge, available to be taken up by the plant. By the way, I appreciate that you didn't make it too overly technical for our, our listeners and our viewers. Thank you. All right. So here's the big thing then. Uh, we heard Agrotech, six-year-old company. Um, bring out this product that you heard about at a symposium that Rob was sitting at your first year. You're, you're ecstatic with the results. What do you do moving forward, Rob? I think you've got to test it again, you know, but I think on a year like this year where phosphorus is going to be so expensive and we're looking for a way to, to try to, you know, make this crop profitable. To me, it's, it's one of those products that's got to go in the tank. Yeah. It's a, it's a no-brainer, uh, Damon, in, in my opinion. Uh, You're putting you it on know, all of, what, What's your number of acres? Of corn this year, probably 20, about 2,400 acres, something like that. That's, that's, how, many, I think I had, that, that's how many acres you're going to produce? How many acres you're going to put this Nutra charge on? I'm going to say, unless there's some reason we're not running in for on a spot for some reason, It'll go in the tank on, on all the acres. I mean, yes, it's one year testing, but if it, like I said earlier, if there's ever a year that, I mean, what if it was just a, a, a two bushel increase? It costs $5 and you get 10 back. Yeah. I mean, anytime you want to give me, I'll give you five all day long to give me 10 back, you know? So it's almost become a no brainer. Agritech's been really good to work with, really supportive of all the products that we tested this year. It was one of my, it's exciting because there's, there's, you know, we say this a lot on extreme ag, we fail more than we succeed, mm -hmm. you know, and, and a lot of things we do don't end up with a positive ROI or is even, you know, I was excited about the neutral chart because it, it, it's almost like a no brainer. What, um, when you think about using this product, uh, like you said, it gave you a $37 net on a five. I mean, you, you, got, you, got 42, you got 42 bucks on a $5 investment. So like I said, even using the net, that's still a tremendous, I mean, you're, you're talking about, uh, you know, about a eight times, eight, you know, eight to one return or something like this. So uh, like you said, even if it was a two to one, you'd still do it. Is there anything that presented any questions when you looked at it is there anything maybe you did wrong or you still don't know about uh using it correctly is there anything on the farm of the actual practice that you looked at and said we still got to figure this out well it's it's pretty foolproof i mean you just add it to your inferro and uh you know it mixes well does you know everything works flows well so you know as far as any mistake we made on application we probably didn't put enough out 
and, and I don't mean per acre. I mean, we didn't use enough. Yeah, you didn't use it. You didn't, you didn't cover enough acres. Okay, we're talking about using this phosphorus product that helps tissue. Uh, it helps bring it up because the tissue samples proved that getting a phosphorus in the product is called NutriCharge. You use it on your corn. James, where, what else do you have uh, that you want uh, the world to know about? Because we think that there's such opportunity to get bang for our buck using the same amount of fertilizer and a little bit of this stuff. Yeah, so the same same principle applies with our chemistry. So we utilizing this, this, the same chemistry where we can keep things separate and we can focus on holding certain nutrients. We've got a product that's built on the same backbone that actually goes into your, your manure. So, you know, if you're talking about chicken litter or you're talking about dairy manure or hog manure, that's a lot of phosphorus you're putting on the soil every year. And what you end up is in a situation where you start accumulating phosphorus on the soil surface. And, and we all know the environmental issues with this, but also the management issues that come from not being able to apply as much because we have to test our soil to figure out how much pee we can get in. If we can put this product, it goes right in your hog barn, it goes in your lagoon. If it goes in early and we're able to actually bind to this phosphorus within it, when it goes out into the soil, what we allow that phosphorus to do is move into the deeper profile of the soil. So it'll move, it'll stay available, we'll pull it off the field. So we won't be accumulating those phosphorus loads we have, and we'll be distributing that phosphorus a lot better through that soil profile. So we don't end up with that surface runoff that we see all the issues that come from. So here's a question, a guy like uh, Matt and Rob, Miles Farms uses a lot of chicken litter as part of their soil nutrient program, but they are not the producer of the poultry nor the poultry litter. So to get that product in there, you're saying it's got to be in the pits under the barns versus them just trying to mix it when it gets there because that would be impossible. So how do they do that? So actually for, for litter, it'd be different. There's, we have setups. You can just simply set up a spray bar on your auger, on your loadout, or sorry, your belt. And as you convey this out, you can spray the material over the top of it. I mean, in, in studies that we've done in the past, it's been as simple as we followed a We've followed a spreader through this field and broadcast it over the top of it just to show the effect. But essentially, if you're able to mix it in or spray it on as you're loading this into your into your spreaders that you use with your litter, then that'll work as well. Matt, does that work for you? Well, it'd be a little harder for me because I have my litter application contracted and, and the guy that, that's doing it, you know, it would be it would be a struggle. I'm not saying it couldn't be done, but that James, that was gonna be my next question. You know, can can you apply the litter and come right behind it with a broadcast sprayer and and, and get the same result? So it'd be an extra trip, but if it would do some of the things you're talking about, put that phosphorus deeper and 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 hold it there, that that could be big too. Yeah, I mean, wait, that's the that's typically one of the ways we've we've shown in the past that you can test this is you can go in and you can spray it. I mean, even as far as these guys can actually apply N barn as well because it's going to help knock down that ammonia. So there's there's multiple different ways we could do. We just talk with whatever producer and what practice and handling they have. And sometimes we can work with your custom applicator um, to help get them set up, or sometimes you can do it on farm. Yeah. So I, ideally, yeah. Miles Farms has a contractor that brings them the chicken litter that he pays for by the ton, presumably. And then and then they, they already go ahead and apply it. You just give them a map and say, you're doing these fields, and then they go out there and do it. So then for you to use the agrotech product that helps get the phosphorus into the soil, for you to do it, you just run over it afterward, after the litter was spread with your sprayer. There's the other option of actually treating the litter as it's loaded onto uh, a spreading truck, right? 
Yes. What's that product? What's this product we're talking about? The product's called Triune. So spell that. T-R-I-U-N-E, Triune. Uh, James, answer me this then. That product you use on, on litter or it goes in uh, hog yeah. or uh, dairy manure. Um, you see this growing because fertilizer prices got so high. I saw, I'm hearing and seeing out in the countryside, there seems to be a lot more smart utilization or really thinking about using manure this year. Whereas several years ago, it's like, ah, it's a byproduct. Now it's like, hey, I want that stuff. Are you seeing more growth with this? Yeah, we are. A, you know, a large a large market for us with this product is up through the the pork producing regions in, in Iowa and Illinois, and and even Wisconsin with the dairies. But what these guys started to do is they started to experiment because if you think about this molecule, it's a negative charge. What other positive charges can we look at doing? Well, a big one is nitrogen. So you've got ammonium, and ammonia transfers and then goes off as ammonia, blows off as ammonia. So you lose a lot of your nitrogen from your manure in both storage and in application. Yeah. But we provide a significant benefit that we're able to, to lower the amount of nitrogen that gets blown off in barn and in fields significantly. So not only do you get a benefit of more nitrogen to the plant, you get the benefit of more phosphorus. And what we've seen this last year is, you know, great case studies where these, these big producers come back to us and they say, look, you know, we did a trial this year where we didn't put any side dress UIN down, we just treated the manure itself and we compared the yield and we're seeing significant advantages of being able to take what's in the manure protect it and utilize it by the crop which then offsets your fertilizer cost and it's important in the year like this so is miles farms rob is this the next thing you're going to do you're going to now go out and follow the chicken litter with us as a trial of this uh triune product it's definitely one of our tests we'll be doing this year. James and I have already been talking about it, how we want to do it. So, yeah, we'll be looking at that product. And, and you know, I think one thing is important to remember, we keep talking about the high price of fertilizer this year and, and how how this will bring profit back to your, your farm. But we with phosphorus, you know, you look at different parts of the country that are already being regulated, you know, up on the Chesapeake and, and things like that where they're being phosphorus regulated. And, and then you look at, you hear about the, 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 the blooms that occur in the Gulf of Mexico and, and things like that. We're, we're just a matter of time until we are regulated uh, on phosphorus. And so if we as farmers in a farming community are proactive and we start using products like NutriCharge, we will be able to, to you know, reduce those huge blankets amount of, of, of phosphorus that goes out on the field get better efficiency from the phosphorus that we have out there. So not only is it a, a financial win, it's an environmental win. I mean, it's, to me, that goes a long way in sustainability of the farm. Actually, uh, it's interesting you should say that because I've kind of been predicting this to my ag audiences for a while. Remember, my farm is in northeastern Indiana. I'm only 40 miles from the Ohio border. We just like the Chesapeake, and now they're talking about the Gulf. It was Ohio, really, that was right up there at the same time on with the phosphates and the algae blooms and all the things. Ohio's been kind of seeing this right next door to me for about the last decade. This whole we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna restrict whether your water can leave your farm because with that water comes the phosphates. So I agree with you that this is only going to grow as an issue. While we're talking to Rob and Matt, you're at a conference where you've got to go get some continuing education credits and. Uh, and you hear about this product and you hear about this little company. 
I think to be successful, and you guys know better because you're the operators, you got to seek out something that's a little sometimes off the beaten path. You hadn't heard of Agrotech. You had not heard of these products, NutriCharge. So kind of tell us a little bit about that story then of you're always looking for the next thing. Yeah, we, we're, we're that, you're exactly right, Damon. We're always looking for the next thing, uh, whether it's to, you know, <clears throat> help be sustainable, positive ROIs. There, there's all different ways we're looking for things. And, you know, I, and, and James, I'm sure, will agree with this. These big phosphorus companies in the United States are not liking this. They, they don't want to see this happen right. because that's less phosphorus they're being able to sell. So, you know, one question we had was why was most of the research done overseas? Well, there's such a big push here to not let stuff like this happen from the big big fertilizer companies, you know. So so you gotta find that that angle to get in there. And I'm sure, you know, James and them have had to, you know, com compete with that and find those angles to get in there to get the research here. So, you know, they were very, very uh excited that we wanted to do the research on it, you know, because I, I mean they were so confident it was gonna work. You know, and like I said, there's so many things we try that don't work. So, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it, you, you've got to be looking for any, and, and it, it may be a small something, you know, in your whole operation, NutriCharge is kind of a small piece of the, of the whole deal, but look at the return on investment. So finding those little niches and, and, and different ideas, we, that's what we got to do. Well, we have another one of our sponsors that we visited with at the Farm Progress show that sort of came about it from, uh, they got into more commodity production products but it came from vegetables and specialty produce and chad henderson your uh, cohort co-founder of extreme ag said when i'm looking at different new concepts new ways of getting more yield bump i'm looking at some of what these specialty producers do because remember they're they're covering 50 acres but their entire business is you know based on that 100 acres whatever they got to make every you know square foot count i'm thinking that way with agritech here and i'm not blowing sunshine up james you know skirt but the reality is it, innovation is going to come from the James Patterson's of the Agritechs, probably at a little rap, more rapid pace than some of the great big monolithic companies that have a bit more of a commodity mindset. Has that been your perception, Rob and Matt? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it's almost like it's unimportant to, to some of the bigger companies, and and we're fortunate to have companies like Agritech come in in these in these small areas with different angles and. And, and help us be better farmers, help us be better stewards of the land, better farmers, and make a better ROI. Rob, is there anything we didn't cover about what you discovered by using NutriCharge uh, this year? No, I mean, I think the key, the key to remember is it's a very low use rate, uh, mixes with just about anything. I mean, James, is there a product that it doesn't mix with that I don't know of? No, it ain't uh, you know, so it was it's super easy to use, super high ROI. I mean, I think it's it's one of those products that's got to go in a man's tank this year. Well, and, and I'm not, I can't 100% guarantee this, but I'm pretty sure that most of the Extreme Ag uh, members got positive ROIs. I, don't know. I know Kevin had said something about it and Kelly both. I hadn't seen everybody's data, but I think it was pretty much a success across the board. And that's in different, different regions. Yeah, right. You're talking about from North Carolina uh, to, to you, to Iowa, to South Dakota. So 
we talked specifically, dear listener, about a product called NutraCharge by a company called AgroTech, A-G-R-O-T-E-C-H. And there will be more trials that the Miles Farms people are going to use, for instance, triune as a manure treatment to help get more bang out of your manure phosphorus buck. And we'll be able to give you those results in an episode down the road. But, you know, we can only speak about the things that we have experience with. And that's the good thing about extreme ag. They're not telling you, hey, here's this some some pie in the sky thing that we dreamed up uh, one day when Rob Dedman was driving down the road. You actually got experience with this and they can speak for the application and the ease of use. So this is something that can help improve your bottom line. Anything else from the Miles Farms office? No, I think if, uh, if anybody's got any questions, you know, reach out to us. Uh, we can help you get your hands on it. Yeah, and you can always do that through the Extreme Ag platform, or you can even find Miles Farms. Uh, I think they're online at Miles Farms. And then Rob Deadman, of course, is all over social media now. He's becoming quite the star. Um, but, but he should be. He's, 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 he's doing some good stuff. James good. Patterson, if they want to find you and learn more about this, where do they go? You can visit us at our website, so www.agrotechusa.com, and we've got links to different salespeople and support people across the United States that can help answer questions. It's fantastic. I see innovation, I see bigger yields, and I see a play on the environmentalism that agriculture, production agriculture can embrace. So I think we've got a winner here. That's Matt Miles. That's Rob Dedman. That's James Patterson. I'm Damian Mason. Until next time, this is Extreme Ags Cutting the Curve. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.Farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions.